everyone. Welcome to worship here at Germantown Presbyterian Church. It's a gorgeous day. We've earned it, and it is a great day to be here in worship together. Today's a special Sunday. Today, as many of you know who are wearing red, today is Pentecost Sunday, which is the birthday of the Church of Jesus Christ. And so we're going to celebrate today and hope that it is meaningful and a gift and a blessing to you. For those of you who are guests who are joining us maybe for the first time, we wanted to extend a special welcome to each of you. We know that it can be hard to kind of not have a church home, and we really hope and pray that you feel at home here and could see yourself being a part of the life of our church. This is an amazing place, and we hope that God blesses you in your time this morning. For those of you joining us online, we are so glad to be together with you, and we hope that wherever you are, the Lord speaks to you this morning through this service of worship. I invite you to take the friendship pads, which are on the aisle side of your pews, to take those and to sign those in just to let us know that you're here so that we can pray for you and bless you uh, throughout the week. There are a few announcements in your bulletin. I'm not going to hit all of them today, but there's just a handful that I really wanted to get on your hearts and minds. As many of you know, this is a big week. This is the week of Vacation Bible School, and it is all hands on deck, and we are super excited. VBS is from 4 to 7 p.m. Monday through Thursday this week. So I encourage you, please pray for our kids and our families as we create this wonderful experience for God to show up and do what he loves to do, to bless us and to deepen our walk with him. Today, during the worship service, we're going to be commissioning our mission teams. It's been a little bit. It's been two years, but we are so excited to be sending off people who've been called to serve. And so today, we're going to be commissioning our Mexico mission team and our middle school and high school mission teams as they go this summer to serve and follow Christ uh, in the mission field. Right after worship today, just briefly, there's going to be a congregational meeting where we elect uh, two, uh, an elder and a deacon to serve, um, to take over a term for uh, rolling off elder and deacon. So I invite you to just hang back for a brief moment as we discern the Spirit together and do that bit of business. June 19th. June 19th is Father's Day, and we are super excited about it. And for the first time in a couple of years, we are bringing back a gift for Father's Day, Men of the Church Sing. Opportunity to fill that choir loft with our guys and bless our fathers on Father's Day. So if that piques your interest, we encourage you to check out the bulletin, and reach out to Alex, our organist, um, for more information and to sign up. And then lastly, at the end of this month, on June 26, we're going to have a church-wide breakfast around 9.30. We don't know where it's going to be yet, either that way or that way. We'll let you know. But just encourage you to come and enjoy a great time, just to build friendships, because we know that it's through relationships where God does some amazing work. With that, I invite you to prepare your hearts and minds to worship God.
Today, we have the honor and blessing of worshiping our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I invite you to please stand as you are able and join me in our call to worship. Thus says the Lord our God, Now I will restore the fortunes of Jacob and have mercy on the whole house of Israel. When I have brought back back from the peoples and gathered them from their enemies' lands. And through them I will display my holiness in the sight of many nations. I will never again hide my face from them when I pour out my spirit upon them. We love because God first loved us. Out of our constant need for the healing grace of God that gives us the ability to truly love one another as Christ loved us, let us confess our sins together. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, breath of heaven, we confess that we have sinned against you. We have resisted your urging for fear of what you might call us to do and be. 
We have listened to many sounds and voices, but rarely seek after your wisdom. Spirit of Christ, have mercy on us. Help us to let down our barriers to you and one another and open our hearts to receive your goodness. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Scripture tells us that God is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. This morning, the Lord has heard our prayers, received our confession, and through the saving death of Jesus Christ, has forgiven us of all our sins. Thanks be to God. As our children come forward, I invite you to greet those around you with the sign of Christ's peace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Great to have you all with us. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for being here this morning. It's great to see everybody have a seat on the steps there. And I want to tell you a little bit about why today is a very special day here at GPC, but it's special all around the world. It's a very special day. You'll see that we are wearing red here. So I've got my red stole on. There's red pyramids all around the church. They're dropping like flies this morning. (laughs) So I've got red on. You might have, we have some folks out there who are wearing red because today is, does anybody know the name of today in the church? It starts with a P. Today is Pentecost Sunday. That's exactly right. And it's the birthday of the church. Now, I don't know about your house, but in our house, we do some really special things when it's somebody's birthday. And so we have, for example, we have the happy birthday banner that hangs up. Can you see that right there? Happy birthday that hangs right over the doorway that you get to walk under early in the morning to celebrate your day. We also have another birthday banner. And this one is really old. This one comes from a long time ago, but you can see a birthday cake. And you can see the candles. This one is really old because it used to be at somebody's fifth birthday. Don't know who that is, but that was only about 47 years ago. So it's really special, really special to have these special birthday traditions. Now, also in our house, if it's somebody's birthday, we're going to do something. We're going to put some of these around, right? What is this? 
though it's all blown up right now. What is in this balloon? Oh, air. Air? Who's air? <laughs> my air, my breath, right? My air, my breath is in there. And if you let it go, you can hear it. Wow. That went a lot further than 830. Um, you can have the breath. You, the breath, it's in that balloon. It's my breath, right? Also, a very sp- special thing we do in our house. So if it's a birthday in our house, we're going to have a cake. And on that cake, we're going to have some candles, right? Yeah, so what is, what is, what is that that's, that's, that's bright right there? What is that? Fire. It's fire. That's exactly right, Charlie. It's fire. So the candle's on fire, and it represents um, light, and it's beautiful, and you have a bunch of these. Maybe you have four of these on your next cake, or maybe five, or maybe eight or nine. But it's so fun to have a candle that you get to blow out the candles, right? Well, let me tell you something special about Pentecost and the birthday of the church, okay? Because all of Jesus' disciples, they were gathered in one room, and they were there, and they were kind of scared, and they were huddled up, and they didn't know exactly what to do. When suddenly they heard the sound of a wind, this mighty wind came blowing into them and they saw what looked like fire. It looked like fire and it was just dancing around everybody's heads and it was all around them and the wind and the fire was there. And that was when the Holy Spirit came to those disciples for the first time. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit came to the church, and we say that on that day, the first day of Pentecost, the church was born. Jesus' church was born. Not just GPC, but every church of all time was born on the, on the day of Pentecost with wind and with fire. And so as you celebrate the birthday of the church today, remember this special day, and I hope you have a great Pentecost. Let's pray together. Let's pray. Dear God, Thank you for Pentecost and the birth of the church. Help us to be the best followers of Jesus we can possibly be. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, thanks. Have a good day. As our kids return to their seats, I'd like to invite those who are on our summer mission teams, mission teams, our Mexico mission group, our middle school mission team, and our high school middle team, would you please come forward as we bless you? This is something that the church has done for well over 2,000 years. And y'all can just stand up here in the front with Pastor Will. That every time God calls people to go out and to spread his good news, the church blesses them as they go forth. This is an ancient practice, and we continue it to this day because every time we do, God shows up and is faithful without error in transforming lives and blessing people. So those of you gathered here today, Thank you for answering the call of Christ to go. 
and to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. And so as we commission you, as we bless you, I have a few questions for you. And then I invite you, the congregation, to join me as we bless them together. As you travel to places outside of our community in order to further the work of the church through mission and service, relying on the Spirit's guidance, do you promise to represent Germantown Presbyterian Church as a short-term missionary to the best of your ability? If so, say, we do. Do you promise to engage with the local ministries in order to learn how other Christians live out their witness to Christ as Lord? If so, say, we do. Do you promise to be faithful to the gospel of God's love through acts of compassion and by sharing your faith with those you encounter? If so, say, we do. And do you promise to share your experiences with this congregation upon your return? If so, say, we do. And now to the congregation. Do you promise to support these short-term missionaries with your love, with your prayers as they travel this summer on our behalf? If so, say together, we do. Do you promise to learn from them as they return and share their experiences in Mexico, in Seymour, and Mobile? If so, say together, we do. Let it be so. Let's pray. Holy God, you have sent forth your spirits into the hearts of this congregation and into these who you have called up to serve and to follow your gospel to these three places. We ask that you would go before them, Lord. Grant them safety. Let this be a transformative experience, not only in their lives, but in the lives of those that they touch and the ripple effects thereafter. Lord, let your ministry increase in and through them. Grant them the words to say, the energy they need, and the joy in the depths of their souls as they serve you on these mission trips. This we pray in your most holy name. Amen. You have formerly been commissioned. Go forth in joy and grace, and we cannot wait to hear about what God has done through you. Amen. You may take your seats. As we open our hearts this morning to receive what God's going to say to us through his scriptures, would you join me in a brief prayer? God, it's a gorgeous day, and we take that not at face value. We thank you for the blessing of another day on this side of heaven, where we get to be together, encouraged and built up to serve you. And so this morning, we sit and rest in an open posture, mind, body, and soul. We invite and welcome you, Holy Spirit, to come this morning 
and speak to us through these, your most holy words. For we, your servants, are listening. This we pray in your holy name. Amen. The scripture passage we're going to spend just a few moments in this morning is taken from the book of Acts in the second chapter. We're going to start with the first verse. We'll hop a little. Don't worry. I've got you. Receive these words from God. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues, as of fire, appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now, there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Aren't all of these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that we hear, each of us, in our own native language? All were amazed and perplexed. And they were saying to one another, What does this mean? This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. So yesterday morning, Francesca and I were sitting on the back patio. And we were just enjoying the day. It was gorgeous. It was like 72 with a light breeze. It was phenomenal. Our dog Sophie was characteristically sniffing, rolling, and things that she shouldn't. We heard the, the birds gossiping in the tree next to us, and they're so loud and so beautiful. And we were just sitting there and remarking to each other, my goodness, we love living here. This feels so much like home for us. But every now and then, there's something that happens that reminds us that we were raised in an odd and wondrous place called Florida. It's the most, uh, I think it has, it's the weirdest state in the Union by far. It's got the most colorful news cycle you could ever hope for. And this past week, every now and then these things happen where I, I had a Florida moment. 
a Florida moment where I think it was Monday or Tuesday, I was listening to NPR, driving into work, and I heard on the radio that the ironically named government agency NOAA came out with their hurricane predictions. And it was going to be another terrible, no good, intense hurricane season. And I had to smile and laugh a little bit because that is not what Floridians hear when someone says it's going to be another bad one. Because the boy who cried wolf, that story, has got nothing on the meteorologists that live in the state of Florida during hurricane season. And for Floridians, we have this rule of thumb. It's not scientific, but it's what Floridians follow. It's a rule of thumb during hurricane season. And the rule of thumb is the weather always changes, especially at the very last second. And for us, it's hard when you've heard it all before to take something seriously. And that is pretty universal, right? But when you hear something that you don't expect, that's when your ears perk up and you start to really listen. And that's exactly what's happening in the story that we just heard. It was pretty early in the day, and the whole gaggle of Jesus' followers had got together for coffee and a morning devotional in their safe house. They were sitting, and they were just resting in the presence of God when they and the whole neighborhood heard something that they didn't expect. It was like a freight train mixed with an Oklahoma tornado. And it got louder, and it came closer, and it filled the entire place where they were seated. And then the sound kind of gave way, and you could see something like a bright orb, like a a tongue or a, a flame of fire. That's as close as we've got. It appeared and then it moved. It moved and it came to rest on each of those who, by the way, were definitely not resting any longer. Everyone felt something. And they tried to describe it, but when the words came, they heard another sound that they didn't expect. A language not their own, but it was someone else's. And all this ruckus inspired a huge crowd of nosy neighbors from all over the world to come because they heard something they did not expect. Their mother tongue saying the wildest things about God, spoken by people who had the same twang. But there was no way they had been that well-traveled or that well-educated. It was the sound of something familiar and 
unexpected that captured people's curiosity. We may not find ourselves in the same exact moment, but we do know what it's like to be startled by something familiar and unexpected. The sounds of shootings, wars, illnesses that are not nearly as distant or far away from us as we would like them to be. We thought it's summertime. Since school is out, the weather's better, that things like getting sick, new raw tragedies, jobs and relationships that just feel off are supposed to be behind us because we're done. We're done with the negativity. We're done hearing about it. We've had it up to here with all the catastrophes and historical moments that seem to swallow every single thing up, especially our peace. That's something that seems really far away. And then we hear something else, something we didn't expect. This story, like a wise friend that has lived more lives than we could ever hope for, a friend that we actually trust and admire, is saying, what you crave most is actually not as far away as you think. Almost every time Jesus appears to his friends, his disciples, in these 50 days, he is almost constantly met with two things, doubt and fear. He's constantly telling them and telling us something that seems ridiculous in the middle of it. Peace. Peace be with you. Not some hopeful, Christian-y promise. This is going to be you one day, right now. Peace be with you. And in the midst of this waiting period that was so tense, these people are hunted and definitely questioning, is he actually the one? The power and presence of God rains down on his people as they rested in the middle of the storm. The flames of Christ's own spirit came and rested with them. And all those who jeered and cheered when Jesus died, they came back at the sound of the presence of God and were changed from a coal-hearted mob into a group of thousands of soon-to-be sisters and brothers in faith. And this isn't just some good story from the Bible from way back when. This is your story right here Right now. Yes, it's summertime. 
A season where life is supposed to get easier and lighter and more carefree. And it is. And we are here to celebrate it. And this is not a word of a downer. This is actually an encouragement. Because we just want some peace. And today we hear the Spirit saying to us, you don't have to wait. Our peace comes when all suffering is over. When war is done, when people stop bickering, that's when our peace comes. But Christ's peace is bigger and better than that. So this week, wherever you feel things are out of sort, Invite the Holy Spirit to fall afresh on you. Because to Jesus, all darkness is like noon. So welcome the light of the world into every place that we would rather not go. Because he can take it. He actually already has. Amen. Every offering in every worship service has the twin themes of emptying and filling because we come at a time of offering to empty ourselves. We empty our hearts of pride, knowing that everything we have is really from God in the first place and it's not ours. We empty our souls of worry, knowing that God will provide everything we need for an abundant life. And we empty our pockets to fill up the offering plate because we do live with great joy and with great gratitude. And so I invite you now to empty yourself so that we may be filled by the presence of God.
but one train on this track. It runs to heaven and runs right back. St. Peter waiting at the gate says, come on, sinner, don't be late. Every time I feel the spirit in my heart moving me, moving me to pray. Every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart. Please be seated. It is good for us to celebrate the sacrament of communion together. If you're visiting with us, or this is the first time that many of us have done this in our usual method for uh, almost two years. We've done this once or twice, and so I'll just remind you of a couple of things. One is to symbolize our unity in the body of Christ together. We invite everybody to hold each element as it comes to them. And then I'll signal from the front when we, will, when we will partake together and just hold the bread as it comes down the aisle. And as the cup comes down, hold it. If it's hard to hold the, the little cup for any reason, you can certainly put it in the pew holder and then partake of it when the time is right. And then also I'll remind you that we do have gluten-free bread for anyone who needs it. We have it uh, on a glass plate and one of the elders in the center aisle will have that. We have several people who need gluten-free bread and so if you need it, just signal that elder, and they'll be happy to bring you the gluten-free bread. Friends, Jesus issued invitations all the time in his ministry. Come, follow me, he said to so many people. And then he also issued an invitation by which he reminded people of his special ability to provide help and comfort and strength. He said, come to me, all you who labor and who carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. And so we accept the invitation of Jesus today, not because we are worthy, not because we are strong, not because we are perf perfect, but because we need grace and we need Christ's help in our lives every day. Please join me in prayer. Gracious and powerful God, we come before you as your thankful people today, appreciative of this opportunity to pour our, house, our, our hearts out before you and to thank you for making each one of us in your image. Lord, we are grateful and we pray prayers of gladness on behalf of those among us who are on life's peaks right now. 
They are on a high of happiness due to a healed relationship or a new birth or a life restored, recovery or a joyful marriage. And so we thank you for all of life's blessings. Far from the peaks are the valleys, O God, and there are several in our own church family and in our own families and among our friendships who are descending deeper, deeper into a valley of darkness, deeper into grief, deeper into illnesses, deeper into places from which it is hard to return. And so we pray to the God who walks with us through the valley of the shadow. The darkness is not dark to you, O God, and we know you can light up any darkness with love and hope. And so we pray for your goodness to guard those who are in darkness. Lord, between the valleys and the peaks is the ordinary ground of everyday life where we usually walk. And so we pray that you would guide each one of us on the path of faith. Keep us walking with you and towards you. Give us the focus we need not to be distracted by all the superficial things of the world. Keep us from wandering. Keep us on the straight and narrow path that leads to abundant life. Finally, Lord, we lift up this beautiful and broken world before your throne of grace. Lord, we pray for those who are innocent and yet who are suffering or who are exploited. We pray that you would end the war in Ukraine swiftly and justly. We pray that you would stop those who plan on using violence against others in destructive ways. We pray, O oh God, that you would Heal the hearts that are broken in many places where violence ends lives way too soon. And we pray that you would be with us in this sacrament of communion, O God, especially on this day of Pentecost, that by the power of your Spirit, you would unite each one of us here and unite your church around the world to be creative and powerful and righteous and healing because of your love among us now and always. And hear us, O God, as we unite our many voices into one, as we say the prayer that Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. It was no ordinary dinner where Jesus gathered together with his disciples in the upper room. It was to celebrate the Passover, the most sacred meal of the year for Jesus and all those who were faithful Jews. And yet at that meal, Jesus changed some of the meaning of it, changed it around the scope of his life and his death. As he gathered with those disciples, he took the bread that was there, he gave thanks for it, and he broke it, and then he handed it to them saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then he took the cup of the prophet, poured the wine into it, 
and then redefined what it meant for his followers. He talked about a new covenant that would be created between God and his followers through Christ's blood that was shed on the cross. And he gave this to his disciples and said, do this also in remembrance of me. And so as contemporary disciples now, we also do the same. We take this bread and we take this cup. We remember the Lord's death until that joyful, triumphant day that he promised when he would return. These are the gifts of God for the people of God. Come and taste and see that our Lord is good. Will our elders please come forward?
Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for communing with us in this sacrament. Lord, you have nourished our spirits and you have fortified us in faith. With renewed strength from Christ in us, O God, may we be the people, may we be the disciples, may we be the church that the world needs right now, shining the light of your love in every place we enter. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
Amen. Now go enjoy this gorgeous day and remember this. The peace of Christ is not a future thing. It is your birthright as the children of God. Go. May the grace and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit rest with and abide with you always. Amen. Please be seated for our very brief congregational meeting. Thank you. I'll open it up with prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for your spirit to blow among us. We thank you for filling us as a church with the joy and the consolation and the wonder of your spirit. May your spirit be among us always, and especially now as we join together in this meeting. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Friends, we've had two vacancies, one on the diaconate and one on the session. And so the nominating committee will put before you the name of Molly Miller to fill an unfilled term on the diaconate, uh, the remainder of a two-year term. So they put that name before you now. And as part of our polity, we have to ask if there are any substitute nominations from the floor this morning. Seeing none, we will proceed to a vote. I'm sorry. Molly Miller. That's you. (laughs) Hello, Brenda. Brenda is Molly's mother. So sometimes the minister gets confused. Thank you, Brenda Bishop. Brenda Bishop's name is brought before you to fulfill that term as a deacon. Any other names I've gotten wrong or any substitute motions from the floor? Hearing none, we'll proceed to a vote then. All in favor, please say aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Thank you. I know Mark Cooper is the name (laughs) that the nominating committee is putting forward to fulfill another unexpired term for two years. Are there any other substitute nominations from the floor? We will proceed with a vote then. If you're in favor of Mark Cooper fulfilling this term, please say aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Thank you. Let us close in prayer. Dear Lord, once again, we do ask for your blessing to be among us as we go out into this world. Lord, we know that your spirit inspires us, challenges us, cajoles us, comforts us in so many ways. And so we thank you for your Holy Spirit to be among us on this day and every day as we go in your name. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Go in peace.